Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode 128. Today I thought I'd start with my name, Kylie Mitchell-Smith. I often just refer to myself as Travelling Senorita because that's my travel storytelling brand. Uh, But today I thought I'd just tell you a little bit about myself, um, who's behind the podcast. It's me. Hi. Hola. It's Kylie. I'm a storyteller from way, way back. I guess... It started when I was born. I believe I was born with a passport in my mouth, born in a regional area per se, down the bottom of Victoria in the Mornington Peninsula. And I just always wanted to go to faraway places and explore. I tried really hard to live in the moment and I did have a a really blessed upbringing where I was down the beach with friends often and immersed in nature quite an organic upbringing uh, but I always like longed for the big city lights uh, I guess that's that straight hair curly hair thing but for me as I've got older I realize it's just that I like to be around other cultures people and places and find out more about their stories dig a little deeper and uncover what they're all about and what the places are about I'm really interested in indigenous culture across the globe and how it relates to the earth Uh, and the country and the preservation of land I find that really intriguing and I think we all need to head back in that direction and learn from our elders and hopefully take us into the future sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong era I was like oh I really feel like I could have just been born you know and hanging out in a teepee by a fire but then I have this other side to me that's just like I'm here now futuristic let's go for it city lights big cities but yeah just touching on the um, indigenous culture my father's side way way back is connected to uh, the North American Indian side which is the Powhatan tribe and yeah I feel that strongly in my soul my late grandmother who I never got to meet unfortunately um, her name her maiden name was Sheila Sabine and that's the connection back into the Powhatan tribe way way back Um, and yeah I don't know I play around with my medicine women cards that I've had for 30 years and I like to pull cards and do readings for people because I just feel that I'm connected back to that tribe you know from an ancestry line a lineage and I guess that's part of that storytelling just finding out um, you know people's tribes the place the connection and yeah community so today I'm actually reminiscing on a place that I visited it has to be probably over 10 years ago might even be longer called Santos in Vanuatu and the island of Rotua I, don't, I was trying to think this morning, how did we find this place? But I guess being an intrepid traveller, I tend to seek out, you know, unique destinations. And we took very good friends of ours, family friends that had the same age children, two boys with us to into Port Villa, stayed the night there on uh, one of the little coves around the islands around Port Villa. And then we had, uh, my arrow was firmly set for Santo and around to uh, Rotua Island. I do, I do uh, like Port Villa. Like uh, it's very um, indigenous to Vanuatu in the sense of the markets on the wharf, the people, the community, 
the place. It's obviously had a lot of uh, cruise lines go through there, tourists, and it is absolutely a destination um, in and out of Vanuatu. So with that, you've got, you know, um, environmental problems, um, overcrowding, and that's a place that I think uh, through sort of post the pandemic would be looking at sustainable travel as a way forward. Um, It's been a great reset for places like Port Villa uh, that are really overcrowded and probably, you know, death by popularity. Uh, But also it really did have an authentic side to it. Um, I wanted to go a little bit more underground and find the real Vanuatu. And I think that's where Santo comes in to the picture. Interesting, it was only a two, just over a two hour flight from Brisbane, um, which I thought, you know, what a great island that you can just land on. So you can go through Port Villa, or I believe you can go direct direct from Brisbane to Santos. So it's a really um, local community island, completely organic. It does have the cruise line go in there. So it has got a few touristy shops, but we're still talking really rustic, uh, you know, like old school Bali many, many years ago. And you get to have that really authentic experience. Super friendly people. The culture's very strong, fresh produce, artisans, and yeah, worth hanging out in Santo. We went back there a couple of times from Rotua just to get provisions and things that we needed. And that is the the um, town that would service the islands like Turtle Island and Rotua because they're quite a fair way out. We were greeted by um, a wonderful wood-crafted boat that took us around to Rotua. A little bit about Rotua that I found out about was uh, it was actually a town or I think like a yeah, town from Ubud that a French businessman bought and then um transported that to Vanuatu to Rotua so he must have purchased the island purchased the town um from uh the the buildings from Ubud and then transported them to Rotua and I think that's the thing that really intrigued me because I wasn't particularly matched with the Vanuatu architecture just because it was really um you know it's very kind of huts that uh, I wouldn't call it architecture per se I'd say it's more of a um you know thrown together scenario which totally suits the islands although they have had ridiculously bad weather in the last couple of years when they get it they get smashed so um yeah hopefully this I haven't checked in but the Abud township that was shipped over um was really sturdy built wood that carved Balinese look and I'm sure that it did withstand the um cyclones and I think there was even a um, tsunami that went through there as well so but aside from that stunning landscape blue lagoons private islands really affordable at the time I think it might have been going through it had had been sort of built for you know the luxe traveler the movie star but then when we went there it was super affordable and we ended up booking out um, a place called Fish Village which was you know, if you can imagine, they've taken over parts of a town um, outside of Orbud. And so we had like the village um, houses that looked into each other, which was ideal for two families. There was an, actually another family there from Tasmania that um, we got to hang out with as well. And there was a common area that just overlooked the reef. But stunning like leather couches and artifacts. And yeah, I loved the mix uh, of the cultures. So having the Balinese with the um, Vanuatu style and the friendliness of Vanuatu. 
In the middle was a, um, a yacht club, they called it, um, with a French bakery. So there was a patisserie per se and a baker's, bakers were on site. So we got to eat great um, freshly baked croissants and bread. A real like global destination I would call Ratua. Just to give you the spelling of it, it's R-A-T-U-A, Ratua Island. I hope it is still as affordable as it was when we went there as a couple of families together. It's just fabulous getting that, um, the old uh, boat, when I say old, it's like a um, heritage boat that takes you in uh, into Ratua and you pass another island on the way and turn left and you've got your really like just this serene private island. You can walk around the island, there's a helicopter strip but they definitely encourage you to walk around to meet the staff, the villagers. They had a really good recycling station going on in the middle of the island because pretty much everything is um, you know from the island. You get provisions in and out but they need to be able to recycle and sustain that island. The architecture was just stunning. I just loved having that Ubud feeling um, and that, you know, as I said, there's been some extreme weather there, but the uh, Ratua um, Island Resort has just got this really rustic feel, but super solid wood um, carvings from Bali. The reef out the front was really stunning. You literally, uh, you can't not wear your um, reef shoes because there's a lot of uh, jagged rocks there and Full disclaimer, stonefish, uh, that is something that they definitely warn you about. Actually, one of our friends was bitten by a stonefish on the last day, was literally taken pretty quickly to the to Santos, to the mainland, uh, but ended up being okay. Um, but that's the sort of thing that you need to watch out on in these pristine natural environments. So the reef, uh, once you get your reef shoes on and walk out, um, you know, very careful on the coral. It's such a pristine environment. And then you swim out to the reef and it's just fish galore, colour, an abundance of marine life and just a stunning area. We also got little kayaks around to almost like little lake areas on the side that were tributaries um, of blue blue lagoons. You dived in and they just went down into the blue depths of the of the water, um, swinging off fabulous trees. And that was one of my most rememberable times with our boys. I think they were probably about 13 and 10. So I'd say 10 years ago and just having them there. And it was one of those sort of carefree holidays where everything was just sorted. They had friends there. It was just good old fashioned fun and um, being looked after by the beautiful people of Santo. So that is our little trip around Vanuatu today. I love um, recollecting places that are so vivid in my memory and that is definitely one of them. So check it out, guys. If you haven't been to Vanuatu before, which I hadn't, so, you know, obviously everyone talks about Port Vila, but also when you're in Port Vila, try and get boats out to the little islands and the um, little coves all around that island because there's so many special places there. And Port Vila really is that transit space where you're coming in and out. And then uh, flight into Santos, which is just such an easy way to do it. Um, Santo, I think they call it. And a boat around to Rotua Island. You've also got Turtle Island there. So check out all around Santo. It's a really good tip for people that want to explore the real Vanuatu. I'm not sure how they've fared after the pandemic and a couple of, as I said, extreme weather events. But... Um, I do know the Ratua is online at the moment and you can book there, so that's a good thing. But yeah, a little uh, one of my little jewels in the 
Travel Crown is uh, Ratua Island, R-A-T-U-A, and strongly suggest if you're going with families, book the Fish Village. It's just divine. But if you're going as a couple, go on the other side of the island and you've got your own really private, um, delectable cabins over there with that Ubud style. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Please like and share my podcast. I'll put the website in the show notes. And yeah, lovely to hang out for a little while this morning. I'll be back next week with a really exciting guest. Ciao.